Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Darnell Mooney went over 1,000 yards last year. Now what can he do as an encore? He is currently the 29th wide receiver off the board. Let's talk about the metrics on Darnell Mooney with Jacob Gibbs of Sportsline right now. Please go to sportsline.com and follow Jacob on Twitter at jagibbs underscore 23. Jacob, break it down for me on Darnell Mooney. What do you like about him in terms of advanced stats? So it was somewhat by necessity, um, but still Darnell Mooney completely dominated um, the volume in Chicago last year in like really an unprecedented way for a second year receiver, for any second year receiver, especially a fifth round pick who like wasn't even a sure thing to beat out Anthony Miller when he was drafted. You know what I mean? For him to come in in year two and just like dominate the offense with Al Robinson, who was healthy for, you know, the beginning of the season, like we talked about um, on his episode yesterday. Um, Mooney counted for 26% of Chicago's targets and 30 36% of their air yards um, over the course of the full season. Um, only six players reached both of those benchmarks last year. Justin Jefferson, Devonta Adams, Tyree Kill, DK Metcalf, Brandon Cooks, DJ Moore. Um, here's another fun list. Receivers under the age of 24 who finished with a season finished a season with a target share and an air yard share as high as Mooney's 26 and 36 um, over the past 15 years. Nine receivers other than Darnell Mooney to do this. Uh, Brandon Marshall, Calvin Johnson, Josh Gordon twice, Kelvin Benjamin, Mike Evans twice, Odo Beckham twice, DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson. Um, so obviously that is Not bad. A, yeah, that's a Not pretty bad. good list yeah. to be on. Um, unless he's Kelvin Benjamin, like everyone else on there is a really, really, you know, highly efficient wide receiver one for fantasy. Yeah. Okay. I will get it. I'm not a huge Mooney fan, so I'm hoping you're gonna be able to convince me here. Mm-hmm. Uh Allen Robinson not not in the picture. And it took a while for him to really separate himself. I, before Allen Robinson's injury, Mooney was the number one guy, but not in the substantial way that he was after Robinson came back. But we don't have to worry about that anymore. And they didn't really replace him. So what does this mean for Mooney? Right. Yeah, he really stepped up after Robinson went down. Um, so Robinson missed the final eight games, basically, for Chicago. Um, I think he played two of those games. Um, and Mooney really just stepped into the target hog role that we had seen Robinson play prior to 2021. Um, he was targeted 16 times in the first game out of the bye. Um, and we, we saw him display that type of target hog ability multiple times throughout year two, which is really exciting for a young receiver when, when they do this type of thing. Um, so the, he, he had three games last year where he saw at least uh, 35, he was targeted on at least 35% of his routes. Um, the only other players to do that were AJ Brown, Antonio Brown, Cooper cup, Devontae Adams, Debo Samuel, and Tyree Kill. He had two games where he drew a target on at least 40% of his routes. The only other players to do that, Antonio Brown, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Debo Samuel, Tyree Kill. <laughs> um, and you'll love this one. One other player on that list, <laughs> Kadarius Tony. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I know I know. you and I are still there, still there loving Kadarius Tony. Yeah, so over the final eight games, um, with Robinson mostly off the field, uh, Mooney's target and air yardage share were up to 28 and 38%. We talked, you know, the previous point was 26 and 36%, and like only a few players have ever done that at that age. It was 28 and 38% when he was operating as the true wide receiver one in the role that we expect him to be in this year, 
Uh, Justin Jefferson, DJ Moore were the only players to hit both those marks last year. So again, it's it's mostly about volume, but like the volume could really, really be unique for Mooney. Like only a few guys in the entire league see. Okay, so finishing up your thoughts on on Darnell Mooney, um, give me the splits with and without Justin Fields because from from what I saw, he was a lot better with Andy Dalton, mm-hmm. especially late in the year. Uh, I have a lot of concerns about Mooney. One, I love the target volume. I think if you can get him as a number three receiver, that's great. Some people will take him as a number two, but it wasn't really that good last year for someone who had 140 targets. Also, his best work to me came with Andy Dalton. It came against Detroit. Two games against Detroit, he killed them. Mm-hmm. It came without Allen Robinson. But what do you see? I know you're you can paint a more optimistic picture. Yeah, I think that's all fair. I think when it comes to his ability to draw targets, it, he definitely you know did stand out when playing with the other quarterbacks. So on 324 routes with Justin Fields, he was targeted on 20% of his routes. Um, on 289 routes with other quarterbacks, his target per hour rate was up to 26%. So you're right. He was definitely targeted at a higher rate with those other quarterbacks. Um, but it's important to note that his average depth of target with those quarterbacks was only nine yards. Um, mm-hmm. Compared to Fields, it was 13.5 yards. So that's a massive difference. Um, and it makes those targets a lot more valuable. Um, and so... What I did here is just to get a better understanding of Mooney's game, I looked at his um, efficiency um, in terms of his discrepancy at different average depth of target intervals compared to wide receivers um, in the entire NFL, the league average, and then also compared to wide receivers on Chicago to just get an idea of is he good on short yard, short yardage routes, um, intermediate routes, or deep routes. And what I found was he was clearly the best on deep routes. On short and intermediate, he was like slightly below the league average um, for his career and then slightly above the league average um, in 2021. On deep routes, he was slightly above the league average for his career, and he was way above the league average in 2021. Um, and the same thing when compared to Chicago receivers, he was, of course, you know, above the league average or above Chicago's average on short routes, above Chicago's average on intermediate. And then we look at deep routes, he was by far their best receiver, 54% better um, than the average Chicago receiver on deep targets. And so I, I do think that's really exciting with Fields. I think his target rates could go down a little bit, like we've talked about. Um, all those, you know, 28% target share that could drop a little bit with fields. If what we saw last year is um, going to be what we should expect this year. But I do think fields brings in, you know, second highest average depth of target last year, 23% of his passes went 15 or more air yards, which is the fourth highest rate. Uh, 16% of his passes went 20 more air yards, which is second highest rate. And so I think that, um, I think Vilas Jones is going to play more of the intermediate role and we're going to see Mar- Mooney targeted downfield more often. And if his target route run rate sustains or is even close to what we saw last year, then we could see him really pile up air yards at like one of the highest rates in the NFL with field center center. You know who I like? I like Cole Komet. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I like the value for Cole Komet better than the value for Darnell Mooney, but we will see. Yeah, I will see. All right, thank you to Jacob. There's a couple of weekend here with a couple of Bears wide receivers, one current, one former. And thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. We'll talk to you later on Fantasy Football Today in 5.